code name 22 so bright there my environment ruins your mood my the lights in my because you can see a picture of me in my room that's right my room is too bright your room is like perfect and so my room ruins your room somehow you've got it you nailed it and also your mood ruins my mood (laughs) (laughs) i mean are you listening to yourself (laughs) i kind of like what i'm saying (laughs) i like it too but it's ruining my mood. It's Did ruining I play my the theme already? Yes. <laughs> Good. Well, there uh, it is. In your face. You ruined my hair chat, my hair talk. <laughs> did I ruin it? Yeah. Or did I just take a step back and let it fail like it was destined to do? Oh, no. Oh. All I see is your chin. Your prodigious chin. <laughs> Why can't I see the top of your face? I don't, I don't know. Is that better? <laughs> now I see your prodigious forehead. <laughs> So, uh, I need to, uh, I can't be mean to that other part of you that I can't see. Can you put the camera on the other part of you so I can see it and then I can be mean to it? <laughs> be mean to your forehead. Yeah, you weren't mean to me. No. But you on my forehead, I apologize. <laughs> Do your forehead. <laughs> it's me, Margaret. Are you there, forehead? It's me, Jesus. <laughs> um. You remember when there were no footprints? <laughs> remember when there was no forehead? That's, what, that's when, my, when my forehead was carrying me. <laughs> there was no footprints. That's when I was walking on my forehead. <laughs> yeah. Remember when there was just like a large trench? <laughs> that's when somebody was dragging me by my ankles and just my forehead was dragging in the sand. <laughs> Oh man, I'm already losing it. Yeah, no, but it wasn't. It re- it's fu- seems funny now, but it wasn't then. I was be- I was literally being kidnapped. <laughs> That's sand on my forehead. Come on, yeah, it hurts. And and it may not be like immediately apparent, but think about the direction that your nostrils are facing <laughs> when right. you're in that situation. Yeah, unless they're, unless they're pointing right at the sand that's coming. Well, it at. depends which way they were doing it. They're doing a wheelbarrow where they're pushing you forward. <laughs> <laughs> I said they were dragging me by my ankles, not wheelbarrow racing me. <laughs> Although me and called name, we I think we won the three-legged race called name four years in a row. Nice. We were unstoppable. Which is is sort of uh, ancillary to what we're talking about because I think you know obviously the wheelbarrow race is a completely different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three <laughs> three legged. We crushed. I see the connection. I see where you made the connection, but you took a leap there. It was, it was one step removed. <laughs> Let's do it. it. We have so much music to hear tonight too. It's... To our episode, uh, strap in, motherfucker. Maybe we'll cut it in half. You, we may want to cut it in half. I don't know. It's you that tell me. much. It's so much. But you, you, I can do. I can go. I go all fucking night tonight. I go oh, all night. Oh, you got. You got enough for Moose? You got enough vermouth? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah shit. I got I got a couple I got a beers. Shit ton of vermouth. I got a couple beers lined up right next to me right now. I'm ready to go. But that is neither here nor there. Morning the snack, snack is, is not over. over. <laughs> so here we go. Okay. I want to tell you something. Yeah. I want to be honest with you and come. come I want to be upfront. A lot of times on this podcast, when we hear the first version of a song, it's like right out of the gate. It's like, this is, this is awesome. Right. Like, yep. can, and we're not, and we're like, can you believe that's the first time? And you're like, I right. can't believe this it. one like, okay, sucks. Uh, yeah, this is not one of <laughs> In fact, it was, I ha- actually have notes here. Which go to so uh, I use a variety of of resources in picking these songs. One of which is the um, the Deadheads taping compendium, which are yeah. out of print now, so they're not updated. There's a there's there's a ton more tapes out now than there were when these things were printed. So there's a lot of things missing from these books. But really, what the books but I mean, have like, is great. But so so because the but people were aware of the shows, like there were people who were at the shows, but those things only included the things that were taped. Exactly. It's the tapers this is compendium. Available so, tapes. Right. And, yeah. and and literally it'll tell you like, is it an audience or a soundboard? And if there's an audience and a soundboard in circulation, they'll do both, but they'll give them both like an A to F grade. Yeah. And what the what like the a little bit about the lineage. Um, because like when these things were printed, there were not a lot of like a million different versions like we have now. Right. Um, Dude, you are really a, you are really parting the kimono here. <laughs> <laughs> Really given some insight into how the the I, the kimono is made, <laughs> how the sausage is inside the kimono. <laughs> I, I thought we had like found a little bit of a groove finally on this episode, <laughs> and and just let me grind that to a halt. Grind the sausage to a halt. <laughs> uh, anyway, nobody thinks I'm funnier than in me. This, <laughs> in okay, so on in this review of this tape, uh huh. Okay. After each, it tells you like where that part of song. You tells like the lineage soundboard audience where it's from, blah blah blah, the grade, and then there's usually a, a there's another section that says highlights. Okay, like the it'll like, tell um, you like Ranger if it's a Raccoon. great tape, it'll be like <laughs> the whole show. If it's if it's like a, like three or four songs, they'll list the three or four songs that are great. You know that that are like, particular standouts from this. They also say like find five things that are different in this version of the tape compared to this t- version of the tape, like in a highlights <laughs> magazine. <laughs> That's a children's magazine joke. That's right. Okay. That's also said Ranger Raccoon. <laughs> it's Ranger just... Rick. Fuck, fuck. Triple fuck yourself. <laughs> For this show, this the the blurb says highlights not one minute. <laughs> Wait, the entire show? I swear to God. For the whole the entire show? show is awful. <laughs> awful. But this is the first known recording. Okay? Yeah. So we're going to play it. But listen to... <laughs> this is like the last song of the show, which yeah. was just a terrible show all over. <laughs> so listen to how Jerry introduces a song. It's the it's first fucking, version every time played. It's fucking hilarious. Every time. Whatever the fuck that means. Every time played. <laughs> well, seems we blew most of the set just trying to remember how to play. 
So we're going to blow this part of the set, remembering how to sing a song that we just learned how to sing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Nice. Well, the first days are the hardest days, don't you worry anymore. Cause when life looks like easy street, there is danger at your door. Wow. Think this through with me. Let me know your mind. Whoa, what I Not a great recording either. No. I like what I can hear of the organ sound, though. Yes. Oh, wow. It's about dancers, trust my friends, better take my advice. It's like all vocals. You Very little instrument the in the mix. Yes. Will you come with me? I'll say Pig Pen is a highlight here, though. Will you come with me? <laughs> or TC. This is a two keyboard show. singing yep. and, and they're hitting the notes in the beginning it was a little little off but better now Phil's nice in there that organ sounds great yeah Yeah, it's something like they just gave up like on the show. The it's done. Yes. Like the it's not a great version. No, there's just Bobby there for a second. Like he's the only one singing for a second. You can hear Bobby doing backups only. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry has his hands in his pockets and he's kicking a can. <laughs> Russa fressa fressa fressa. Again, only I Jerry singing that time. Are there any vocals in this song that aren't harmony? It's all harmony. Yeah, you're right. It's entirely Don't harmony. I think. It's crazy. When you're listening to this song in the car, you're trying to find your own harmony, right? I mean, aren't you just singing the entire thing along at the top of your voice? In addition to when I drink beer, I get so mad when I sing along to Grateful Dead because she's like, I want to hear the band sing, not you. She did it today. She 
did it today. She started right playing American Beauty because I wanted to hear it. And she's like, and she turns the music. I start singing. She turns the music <laughs> up as soon as I start singing. <laughs> I'm like, that's so passive aggressive. God damn it. Uh, so this, the Bulgarian coda, I mean, it is just, right? What is that? What do you mean Bulgarian coda? Well, we thing? can talk a little bit about it, but th- okay, this I is... I don't know that is by that name. I mean, this this part of the song is just completely yeah. different from what we heard, right? Yeah. This is cool, though. I love that organ Very song. cool. And the toms. Bomb by Phil. Come here, Uncle John's band, by the riverside. Got some things to talk about, here beside the rising tide. Come here, Uncle John's band. Phil's vocals seem very loud in the mix. Yeah, yeah. They're good, though. I love it. Yeah, they're the best part. Yeah. He's come to take his children home. Ooh. Yeah, that organ. <laughs> This I must, mean, what is going on? This must have been one of the B3 shows early on. I hear a B3 in there. It's not the Vox. It's part of my gear by year research. I mean, <laughs> I mean, did they forget the words and like they had they had to do a little some extra measures there, right? Yeah, that right. was just too long, right? Yeah. There's a lot of looking at each other, <laughs> waiting. Point. A lot of pointing and grinding, yeah, gnashing of teeth. A lot of bumping but and grinding. <laughs> oh, this fucking. <laughs> and it just. <laughs> and it just kind of stops. That's it. Listen, listen. Something crazy happens here. Wow. This is an audience. Listen, no, but listen. Something, there's like a big bang. If your mics, are, if your earphones are too loud, turn them down. I'm good. <laughs> and now listen to Jerry. We'll see you all later. A <laughs> 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 oh, giant bang. Well, we'll see you all later. <laughs> I mean, wow. not a great start. No. But, but what, are we going to hide it? We can't hide it. They, sometimes they played a shitty show. For the first one, right. And we don't play shitty ones that are like in the middle of their career with this song. But like... Right. Um the thing i think it's also hurt it was it was a not a great performance but also hurt by the recording quality it's hard to tell if the mix yeah, was but, if but the mix a shitty was better, show like that i can see why nobody's like seeking out the uh <laughs> you know if this tape was at the bottom of the lake somewhere nobody's swimming down to get it <laughs> if this tape was on fire i wouldn't piss on it um if this song was pissing, I wouldn't light it on fire. <laughs> I wouldn't aim it towards my face. Um, is that the first ever version or first recorded known version? That was Fillmore West because San Francisco gets all the best shows. December 4th, 1969. But that was a terrible show. 
Yeah, but they get the terrible ones too, but they also get the best ones. <laughs> yeah. Take the good, you take back. the bad. You take them all and there you have. Facts of life are a bitch. Facts of life. You get the best, you get the worst. <laughs> you get the fries, you get the... Thirst? For worst, what? again. But it's a, it's spelled different. Oh, oh like worst. <laughs> like a worst. bratwurst. Yep. The bratty worst. The bratty worst. <laughs> that is... 12469 Fillmore West San Francisco again not a great show no inauspicious start but I'll say in our research for that gear stuff like it was crazy from 66 to 70 they switched between B3 and a Vox Continental transistor organ so often it's impossible to say unless I look up that particular show but it sounded like a B3 to me on that organ which sounded good and it could have been TC or um, right, who knows who was playing what. But TC, and I've read interviews with TC recently, and he crabbed constantly about the Vax Con- Vox Continental and was super mad about it and only wanted to be playing a Hammond B3. So since it was a Hammond, I'm guessing it was probably TC. Okay. I'll go anyway. with it. Anyway, the song is Uncle John's Band, which is, yeah. I think, maybe not the most recognizable grateful dead song but I mean, touch of gray is probably yeah right but but top it's, five hall of fame if oh, you yeah. had to say what if if somebody said this is the quintessential grateful dead song yeah. you would maybe have a difference of opinion but you couldn't tell them right. they were wrong right i mean this is no absolutely this is just uh what what's the word i mean hall of fame uh, elemental i mean just quintessential uh, operational credential exponential credential thirst quenchal just i'll tell you what what's the over <laughs> what's the over under on the number of listeners we get on tuesday we drop our podcast on monday i bet on this episode when we put the name uncle john's band on there i at guarantee least five. at least that's a plus five at least it, it, right right plus five from our, yeah right no i'm five. saying we're gonna get like we've i think like 80 something's our top we'll get like 90 something on this one on the first day we should i mean it's a it's a it, it's it's been out there for since the beginning till the very end, and it's it's uh, it's a great song. It for uh, so many reasons. Yeah, the music, the words. Well, we can't get to that yet. Everything. It, it, right, so, yeah. so here, so when I was trying to approach this, I'm, I'm like, how do I even approach this? Yeah, right? How do you? I don't know. What do you do? I don't. Know. I, I, don't I, I was so until the very last minute. I was like, you, you have to play the album version. Yes. I'm not going to play the album version. Oh. But it's it is ubiquitous. I mean, it is everywhere. That Grateful yeah. Dead version and it's the first song on Working Man's Dead. Yeah. It is just great album. For this great the song. two the back to back the bookends, the great, you know, the quintessential Grateful Dead albums start the great American with, albums, yeah. They start with this song. Yeah. I mean, this is just, this song is just everything. It's everything. Ah, uh, yeah. I hear you. I agree. And how do I even begin to, so look, I will fully admit right now without even having done any of it yet, I will do it wrong. Okay. <laughs> well, you did all the work. But I did the best that I could. And so right. 
we had to hear the first one. It yep. fucking sucked. I wanted <laughs> to play the album, but we have so many to listen to. I'm not going to play the album, but okay. go listen to the album version because it it's is good. It is better than good. Yeah, it's super great. It is super great. Super great. But that's and not what we're has, here for. It, what does it have? It has an amazing melody. Yeah. Harmonies that make you want to sing along. Oh, yeah. Every insane time. lyrics. Yeah. It's got great Harmonies jams. throughout. It's got two completely different jams. The first one is just pentatonic major bliss so fun tra la la trotting down uh, the most beautiful path and the most beautiful day of the most beautiful life i mean it's just like that first Ooh. solo is just as gorgeous a, a beautiful pleasant whatever i mean it's just magic. on the album or just in general everything yeah yeah that first one is amazing. And then yeah. the second one, that yeah. one is just where the, it comes out of left rockets, field, rockets you out to outer space yeah. Two completely different. I mean, this is, I mean, if you just wanted to play, you know, someone was like, what is the grateful dead? I mean, it's hard to argue that you play a good version of this one and you, they, you get a lot of it. You What's get dead? a lot of it. What's dead precious. What's dead precious. <laughs> I mean, it's boil and mash them. Put this song in a fucking stew. It is going to be <laughs> the best. All right. So, and another thing about this song is it also has that acoustic and electric thing going on. So yes. we, you, we, let's just get it out of the way. Wait, was there acoustic in that last version? No. No, that was electric. I, I could barely hear the guitar. You know, but there, the, now we will listen to an acoustic version, and of course, Harper College Five Two Seventy is a very well-known version. Great version. Go listen to it. But everybody's heard it. I want to play it. Another one from that era, but a little different. Acoustic. Uh, just acoustic. This is Five Fifteen Seventy. Fillmore East. Um, just just to hear a slightly different version. What it's is a, acoustic? <laughs> So if you're really big and fat and you can't wipe your own ass, you take a rag and you tie it at the end of a stick. <laughs> and you wipe your coup with it. That's And the Portuguese would call that acoustic. <laughs> Five fifteen seventy, Fillmore East. So this is a... Do I have to cut that? No. The Portuguese call it a coup. They call the, they call the end of a bread the coup also, which I love. I love that. There's like... <laughs> when you're when you're slicing bread, you're like, "Do you want the coup?" And someone's like, "Yes." You're or like, no? "Boil them, mash them, stick yeah. them in a coup." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, Fillmore East. Uh, interesting. Just a little bit about this show. Um, this is one of the. This is during the time when they were doing an early show and a late show. So this is the late show, and each show had first set the acoustic set. Wow. Yeah. Second set electric. So yeah. four sets this night. Wow. Um, yeah, this is the late show from the first set, the acoustic set, and they also did a double bill with new riders. So oh, this yeah. is like, and did Jerry play with the new riders? Probably. I didn't. I yeah. didn't go look at that. He did, I know he yeah. liked to sit in with them, but this is. Um, so this is just a full-on fucking day of just music in New York City. Yeah, right? can you imagine going to all of it? Yes, I imagine it every day. Okay. 
don't have any of the acoustic guitars they play. I don't know any of their instruments. Oh yeah, still twangy there, bendy. Mm -hmm. Hey, you think you know the song? You think you know the notes he's gonna hit? He's got fifty notes. Yeah, fifty here's notes the, to hit. Here's the woods, the wood sticks, the whatever they're called, the mm -hmm. <laughs> the wood block, whatever it is. Well, the first days are the hardest days. Don't you worry anymore. Cause when life looks like easy street, there is danger at your door. That's definitely Mickey on the woodblock, right? <laughs> yeah, they took away his cowbell for the acoustic tracks. Oh, what I want to know is are you kind? Vocals sound amazing. They really do. It's a butt. It's definitely Jerry a lot more up front in this one. He's more up front, but it's also like they're not having to sing his heart into the mic so they can pull it back. And it's yeah. just, the vocals are so gentle and delicate. Yeah. It just, it, it, they sound amazing. That was gorgeous. Yeah, really nice. And it's really, these acoustic versions are, they're about the vocals, right? It's not oh, yeah. the music. There, there's not a lot of music going on. <laughs> it's a guitar and a woodblock. <laughs> it's not actually a woodblock. I think it's those two wooden sticks, but I can't think of what they're called. Cicadas. Mm-mm. Breadsticks. <laughs> Coo. <laughs> Coo sticks. <laughs> what's, an, what's a acoustic? <laughs> Full circle. Yes, we I did it. I don't know. What's acoustic with you? <laughs> we did it. Full circle. It's the same story it's the Comedy circle. I love the clapping. Yeah. Like the mornings. It makes you feel like I'm there. Like Makes the fans feel like they're part of it. Even though they're not. I mean, they're Jerry's almost like whispering. Almost like what? He's almost like whispering into the microphone. It's so intimate. Yeah. It's like he's wearing a nightie. <laughs> a silk nightie. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you call it that? I've got me a violin and I think you call the tune. And for 70? If I told you this was 80, would you believe me? The way Jerry's singing in this particular version? No. 
Sorry, sorry, no. It's like it's it's it sounds a little aged, aged. You know what I mean? Like that. I, I don't know. I just feel like that that prior verse. He just had like a real gravitas, gravitas yeah. in his voice. Are you really thinking gravitas? Because that's what I said too. I said gravitas. I said gravitas. Is there bass on this? I don't think I hear bass. I can't tell if it's just boomy acoustic guitars or, or if there is a bass going on. I don't really hear bass. Not a lot of it just there. I know Phil played his electric when they did acoustic sometimes. Yeah, I'm not hearing that at all. No. So here we go into this version. This yeah. portion, I mean. It fits really well, but it's so out of left field. It really is. It almost feels like they just kind of wrote two songs and realized they'd go together and just kind of put them together. Oh, I really like this. The rhythm here. Really yeah, the woodblock works. Yeah, it does. Oh, wow. That was, that was amazing. It was perfect. So good. Perfect. And that's just hitting an acoustic guitar, right? Yes. Yep. yep. Oh, man. man How do you not get super pumped in, in this chorus? Oh, I did get super pumped. I know, but there's still like more restraint. You're accusing me of not getting super pumped? I'm super pumped. <laughs> super poor. That ending is also weird. I know. Like, why do they do that? Why do they do that? Where did? Where I don't did know. They do? Wow. Like they didn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. Too kind. So Too good. kind. Wow. It's not too kind. No, it's perfectly kind enough. They earned the applause. That, um, what did you call that one section? The Bulgarian. The Baroque joke? Um, yeah, the Bulgarians. Why, why is it called that? Because it sounds Bulgarian? I don't know. Yeah, what. so let's delve into it a little. We're, this is where we do lyrics, too. I sent you the lyrics drop. Look, check your email. Drop it in. Oh, you want me to play the lyrics drop? Yeah. Okay. I don't have any idea what it's about because I've never even thought about it. I don't know all the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Why did that happen to me? <laughs> that is not the lyrics drop that I made. Not I happy. A little monster together today. <laughs> not happy. <laughs> Not happy about the bastardization of my lyrics drop. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Woo! Let's hear that again. <laughs> Why? I don't have any idea what it's about because I've never even thought about it. I don't know all the lyrics. Why? Why the fuck not? I guess so. Uh, um... I there's a different lyrics drop, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, right? That's good. 
<laughs> that's <laughs> weird. That's 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 gonna get you somewhere. <laughs> it's gonna get you lots of ladies. <laughs> mm. All right, come here, Uncle John's band. Come, all ye faithful. <laughs> so it's not in there. Uh, Uncle John's band. Mm-hmm. Um, a classic Garcia Hunter composition, right? Yeah, I mean, it just epitomizes everything that their collaboration was about. Both clearly pulling their weight here. I mean, this yeah. is not a song where you can say like, oh, this song's really about the lyrics or no, this one's about the music. We'll get to the lyrics. But so this person's going to pop up a couple times during this thing, but Blair Jackson, who um, is is one of like the, the dead's biographers okay he's written a ton about the the dead yeah he wrote going down the road i mean he's he's just like he's he's out he he's famous one of the most famous people ever to write words about the dead Mm -hmm. okay he is quoted as calling uncle john's band the song the song in the world or by the dead the song yeah Okay. And we'll we'll revisit him again. Okay. So that's it for now. <laughs> well, what, what, what more do you need? <laughs> Two words from that guy. I don't need more. Hey, two words. It's good enough for me. <laughs> so so tell me about all right, so tell me the lyrics. <laughs> Fuck, man. That's your job. I know. I'll tell you. So <laughs> it starts out amazing. Okay. So here we yeah, are. It does. The first line of the song. Yeah. The lyrics are, well, the first days are the hardest days. Yeah. Right. Okay. How much better is that than yeah. just the first days are the hardest days? It's as deep and profound and intelligent and genius and all those things. But now it's being told to you by like a close friend. And it's also kind of folksy, right? Like it's kind of folky yeah, exactly. and folksy. Yeah. Because then the next line is, don't you worry anymore. Yeah. So it's, well, here's an insanely profound statement. Don't right. worry about it. I mean, yeah. it's just those first two lines are insanity peppers. When life looks like easy street, there is danger at your door. So, and then the next one, think this through with me. Mm -hmm. Let me know your mind. Again, just somebody just wanting you to like open up, whatever. But then the next low, the next line is crazy. It's like, whoa, oh, 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 what I want to know is, are you kind? Yeah. And that can be kind of off-putting a little bit. Are you kind... Like that's been kind of like co-opted and kind of like this, you know, the dead ethos of like, like all I want to know, like, is, are you kind when I first meet somebody, whatever. Yeah. But, but I don't think, I don't think that when it's used here, that what the person is saying is, I don't know you enough to know if you're kind or not. Like, I'm not actually asking you that right now. What I'm saying is you're going through tough shit right now, but all I need, all I need to know is deep down, you're a good person. Like, like what I'm saying is all I need to know is that you're a good person. Right. And I know everything's going to be okay. And I so know I, that I, about you. I know right? that already. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, yes. What they're saying is these are my criteria, not I'm asking you right now, is right. this true or not? Right. It's like, it's okay. enough for me to know that you are kind. Exactly. Exactly. 
They're yeah. not actually asking that of the person. That just seems too impersonal at this already at this point in the song. Yeah, like I mean, again, that. that's that's that's. A, I like that interpretation, but it is just that. I we, I don't know how we know, but I like that Who interpretation. Knows? Yeah. So then the next one is a great line. I don't know. I've never even given it any thought. I've just always loved this line. It's a buck dancer's choice, my friend. Yeah. Better take my advice. You know all the rules by now and the fire from the ice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, just that. The, first of all, those are amazing lyrics. First of all, separate any meaning or the words and just hear the sounds of those words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As musical instruments, those lyrics are amazing. Do you look at the um, annotated dead lyrics for this stuff at all? Uh, that's where I am. And, oh, okay. and David and Dodd. What does it say about the this, Buck Dancer's choice? It, it, Buck Dancer's Choice is has references to just um, the name of a song of an Appalachian um, traditional song, a fiddle tune. Buck Dancer's Choice is like a popular like Appalachian fiddle. Yeah. Um, but but then this this next part, will you come with me? Won't you come with me? Yeah. Whoa, what I want to know. Will you come with me? I mean, yeah. that is. You know, a, a, a more cynical person would say it's like Pied Pipery and that there's a nefariousness behind no, it, right? No, I but don't think not, that's right. It's not. It's just I like... I feel like it's like, can you... Will you make the sacrifices or whatever or, or whatever it is to, to be with me in this difficult shit, you know? like mm -hmm. In any other song, four lines in a row of somebody begging you to like come with them... It's like beseeching, yeah. You would feel like, don't go with this person. Like, you're <laughs> up to something, right? Yeah. There's none of that here. No. None of that. The narrator is implicitly trustworthy. Yes. So it's goddamn well I declare, have you seen the like? Their walls are built of cannonballs. Their motto is don't tread on me. All of a sudden, now the narrator has just turned its gaze on this other group of people. Clear, you know, arguably Americans. <laughs> yeah. People have co-opted that don't tread on me and... And taking it as a positive thing, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to again, but you know, again, we've talked about Jerry's ethos, and Jerry's like kind of do whatever you want at any cost. These aren't Jerry's words, though. So. That's true. That's true. The Uncle John was actually a guy in a band, like in an actual band. It is John Cohen, actually, from a band called the New Lost City Ramblers. Um. <laughs> It's the same story the crow told me. Yeah. Um, I like New Lost that. City That's, Ramblers have yeah. a song called The Story the Crow Told Me. Oh, okay, cool. But there's been recent, since, I don't think this was known at the time the song was written, but since then, there have been studies on those kind of birds. It turns out they can hold grudges against individual humans, and they pass it on to from generation to generation. <laughs> They can teach their kids, fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's the only one you know. Like the morning sun, you come. And like the wind, you go. We talked about that. Ain't no time to hate. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, that's ain't no time to hate. Mm -hmm. That's just it's the nice. dead, right? Yeah. It's also yeah. Emily Dickinson, number 478. I had no time to hate because the grave would hinder me. Blah, blah, blah. Um, what, oh, what I want to know, where does the time go? So this, what, oh, what I want to know, like, that's like a, it's like a re re repeating theme through the song, yeah. right? I live in a silver mine and I call it beggar's tomb. That was always, that, that, I that's, heard, 
folksy. <laughs> It's right? super folksy, and it always elicited some like, yeah. I mean, obviously, leprechauny shit. Yeah, or, or just like <laughs> some right? crazy weird homeless dude that's like, yeah, I call it beggar's tomb. You're like, why? I don't care. You're like, cool. <laughs> like you know, it's just like you gave it a name. Why? Then why'd you call it that? But it's a silver mine. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I got yeah. me a violin, and I beg you, call the tune. Right. Anybody's that's, choice. I can yeah. hear your voice. Well, what I want to know, how does the song go? And that okay. references the dancer's point, choice. Buck dancer's choice, right? A little bit, but at this point, it's almost like he's, it's like descending into like nonsensical. It is a little madness. And then back to Uncle John's band by the riverside, come with me or go alone. He's got to take his children home. That, that, that's that. insane. And when, it, when they say that line, he's got to take his children home, it gets fucking dark. Yeah, bing, right? bing, 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 bing. Is, that, yeah. is that when that comes that in? Part, yeah. Yep. Huh. And then it's it's come along or go alone. He's got to take his children home. They say it again. It, it's then then you're off to outer space. You're off, you're off. Yeah. Right at that point, the, the song two, who descends. The he, the he in that case is Uncle John. He's got to take his children home. Well, again, yeah, it, right. Could it could it be the listeners? The the, the listeners are the he, like come here, Uncle John's band. He will lead you to whatever. Like you are the children. <sighs> like maybe right? Why know. not? Oh, like oh, so you're his children. He's come to take you home. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yes. you, then you like get taken like a Pied Piperish thing. Then, again. then you get taken home, but not again, yeah. not a, not an evil nefarious Pied Piper, but like someone who's come to help. All right, we're moving ahead. Finally, and you cannot talk. I wouldn't about Uncle John's band yeah. without talking about the palindromes or playing in the band. Okay. Uncle John's band yes. became a song that would appear in playing in the band off and on in the, you know, you mean early, they would go into Uncle John's band from and playing later in the band. throughout. Yes. They'd okay. be playing, playing in the band. They'd go into <clears throat> Uncle John's band. But then there was the palindrome, okay, mm -hmm. which is backwards. where they would do playing in the band into Uncle John's band into wharf rat into uncle john's band back into playing in the band oh, so yeah, it's like five it's like a, a you yeah. know like a double sandwich mm -hmm. and they did that a bunch not not a bunch of times they did that at least three times it's like where the chicken is the bread including at cow cow palaka <laughs> damn it i'm so glad you remembered that they did it at the cow palaka <laughs> but but this one is I think the smoothest, the smoothest palindrome transitions. I think it's great. Um, what are we going to hear? Are we hear of the going in and out of it? Are we going to just hear the song? Here's the thing, man. This is why it took me so long to get this thing set up. This one, I had to download five songs and cut the middle one in half <laughs> so that I could get the tail end of playing yes. into Uncle John's, the full yes. Uncle John's. Sure. Then the beginning of Weather Report. No, no, Wolf, Wolf Rat. Yes. Cut out the middle of Warfrat. And then, then blend into the Warfrat. end of Warfrat. Right. Back into our Uncle John's band. Thank you for your and service. And then tag on the <laughs> beginning of the last part of playing. Thank you for your service. Exactly. I'm wait still waiting for my purple fart. <laughs> I have my let's, let's just fucking listen to it. Yeah. So this is coming playing. out of playing. 
73 plan. Is there anything better? Listen, on this part, for some reason, one of us calls it Wharf Rat, and we just call it Wharf Rat for the whole part. It's Morning Dew. We all know it's Morning Dew, but we say Wharf Rat a million times. I'm sorry. Jerry's taking it from minor to major. Pretty freewheeling. Bobby's doing some, like, Bobby's playing the single note sort of lead stuff almost, but it's just meandering. And Billy's, the the drums are amazing. Yes, yes. These drums, and these types of spacey, Oh, love the drums. No, absolutely. He's keeping it tight, too, you know? It's like everyone else is loose and meandering, but Billy is just, like, locking it down. Even though he's kind of, like, doing crazy shit, it's just tight. Yeah, but Phil's very locked into what Jerry's doing. Yes. Not as much Billy for some reason. Weird, but... Um, they're already starting to play it. You hear it. You hear it in there. There it is. And Billy just knows to stop playing those, yeah. those open hats. And just opens and just, up. It just, it just brings it so much tighter. Yeah, and creates space for everybody else. Yeah. Oh, those notes right there? Oh. I mean, bliss jam. Oh, and the sound is incredible. So glad you put that transition in there. I do it for the people. <laughs> Look at me, I'm podcasting. <laughs> that was my impersonation of Dr. X from his famous telefa- telethon. The vocals sound very small. The vocals sound like they do. Small. They're in a very small frequency range. But it fits right in there. And Bobby's voice sounds great. And it's kind of in the front. It, it, it sounds is. great. Yep. Sounds nice. Yeah. That was just, I don't know if you were listening to Phil there, but he, instead of going up the neck or whatever, he played the same note in like a weird rhythmic pattern, but just hitting the same note over and over. Yeah. Did you do the changes? 
that tone. Oh. Oh my word. Whoa. Change the feel of it there for a second. The reverb is just perfect. Spacey. Everything else is close and tight. I know. He just rips it off and then they go right back to it. Yeah. And it was insane. And you barely have time to think about it. Yeah. He's just like spritzing, spritzing some water on you from his fingertips. Right on your lips. Have this. <laughs> There. So nice. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! What? Is it like a different song? It like fits in there somehow. <laughs> so nice. I mean, it is about the vocals. It just, you know, there's so much. When they're not singing, it isn't. But when they are singing, so focused on the vocals. They're ca just captivating vocals. Just yeah. captivating. But it's hard, that's what I'm saying. It's hard to focus on the instrumentation when the vocals are going on. But then this happens. It's all instruments. Here we go. Phil does in this part like every time I yeah. hear it. Hopping his, around. His, count, his his rhythm is different than everybody else. Yeah. He's playing in between everybody yes. else's notes. Yes, yes, yes. How and why? It's not. He's almost never hitting the beat when the drums are anybody else's. No. It's like he's playing the floor is lava with everybody else. <laughs> you are the, they are the lava. Yeah. He is the fill. He's the fill. <laughs> it's like Jerry and Phil is all I hear. The drums are cool too, but it's hard to focus on anything else. But then the piano's awesome. Oh man, it's all so good. Oh wow. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, he's like descending underwater. Sub he's submarining. Bye bye. Bye bye Jerry. See you later. Whoa, that's, what? <laughs> Holy shit. 
Oh, and then Phil just brings it back to like this happy tones. Whoa. Oh, Warfrat, holy shit. There it holy is. Holy fuck. Holy fuck, I love segues, man. Nothing, oh man, it's just so fucking good. Oh. So that was Wolfrat, Warfrat. End of Wolfrat. Segways are so... We just don't talk about it enough. Don't do it. November 17th, 1973, Poly Pavilion, UCLA. Oh, man. That's what Jerry's doing. sandwich you said yes holy fuck i go back listen to the whole thing yeah so it was playing into uncle john's then into warf rat. warf rat which we just cut out now back into uncle john's then it will go back into playing phil listen to jerry's voice too phil Get this weird warbly tone. Ah, oh, so good. The drums here are crazy. Piano sounds great. Yeah, and Bobby too. 
these kind of jams is where Bobby really just makes it weird with his the chords he's playing and <laughs> oh Bobby yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they switched and Bobby took the higher register. I love Bobby in this range. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes just responding to what the keyboarders were doing. Keyboarders. Yeah, probably. Oh, Jerry. Yeah. He Way loves those there. two notes. Yeah. <laughs> Phil is mostly playing two notes too for a long time. Just, it feels so open and meandering and just yet so engrossing. Probably doing those little like slides up into the chords. Than, than just the, I don't want to draw like, you know, put fish down, but you know, fish will, you know, Trey takes it to here, then he takes it to here, then he takes it to here, then he, you know, it's always octave up, octave up, octave up, bend up, bend up, bend up. Yeah. Jerry's been in the same <clears throat> spot on the neck for 15 minutes. And even in the same small range on the wah pedal for, for yeah. frequency. Yeah. He's not like, he's not going like way up in the frequency of the wah. No. It's, it's how dissonant is what Phil's playing from everybody else. How how arrhythmic are the drums? I don't even think their intention was to build up like tension and release or anything like that. I think they're just... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're, maybe they're just taking to its natural conclusion, but I think they're just doing whatever feels like they should do, you know? You, not, you don't get the feel like any one person is driving them. You don't get that feeling from fish where they're like all shoveling coal into a steam engine, you know, trying to make it go as fast. Right. Was, but, 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 again, they're still playing in the same register, same volume, same notes. Yeah. But they brought it down. Yeah. And they didn't go down an octave to do it. Jerry's still playing his wah. He didn't click off any distortion pedal. It's, the volume is a little bit quieter here for sure, but. It, 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 okay, agree. Okay. Uh, but 
I mean, it's it's another level of control over yeah emotional control with what they're playing without the standard tropes. It's insane. And I just, I don't, I mean, do you think they ever discussed it? Like verbally talked about it? Like their intentions for a jam? I think they just played. How do you even, how do you even talk about it? You can't. Uh oh, uh oh. It's getting weird. Going way out there. Note choice. It's understanding the notes in a way that I don't understand them. Yeah, well, my, 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 I had a really great bass teacher for a while, and he described it as you can play any note as long as the note before it and the note after it are right. That makes sense. Right? And, and, and what does that mean? It means nothing, but it means everything. I mean, as long as, as long as in context you can make it fit, then it's right. Also, who manipulates a wah like this? I just, Nobody. I, I, I feel like he is in such a small range. I think he's barely moving his foot. And he's not rocking it with any known rhythm or beat. Oh, no. He's, he's bending. It's, he's just making the frequency of the note. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can't even describe it. It's a separate it, yeah. instrument. Yeah. Well, it's one with the whole thing, but yeah. A separate, a separate control of it's like a it's like another finger or another string almost you know this is as out there as we've gotten on this show for sure we are out there and on this one you know different different tapes and things um different tapes and uploads on archive separate Uncle John's band from Plan. Yeah. But to me, like, just because you know it's going into Plan and you know that Plan gets spacey, until they return to Plan, I think this is still Uncle, Uncle John's, John's band. band. Yeah, I mean, it's... Now, most people would say this is probably still Plan, but to me, they haven't played anything from Plan yet. This is still no, Uncle John's band. I agree with that. That's why I would separate it, but, you know. Or you can start to feel it now. Yeah. There you go. I heard him play a little bit of that before, too. It was a while ago, but yeah. You hear hints of it, but yeah. Wow. That's almost like harmonics. I know. It's just it's shimmering. So subtle, yeah. And it's all like one big instrument, the whole band. And this is 73. This is Jerry has a couple pedals, a wah into his amp, into his amp. I mean, this yeah. is not like no. stacks of tone controllers. No, it's not like he's how does he do shit. that? Yeah, it's just knowing how to play your instrument. Yeah, there's no EQs and reverbs and D, you know, fucking DNS or whatever that shit's called, DCS, all those things. There it is. All right, that's playing. So, uh, November 17th, 1973. <sighs> that was out the palindrome, there. Palindrome, Poly Pavilion, UCLA. I mean. Yeah. That, uh, you, 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 you can't have an Uncle John's band show without the pal one of, one of those palindromes. Um, 
you know, was were the plant were the Uncle John's bands in there the best? I don't know, but um that it sure was that, pretty incredible. Those segues were fucking well, awesome. Well, and that but that solo he did coming out of the Uncle John's band or in the middle of the Uncle John's band was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, both the major key happy one yep. and yes. the Bulgarian yep. one. Yes. Oh, yep. So, oh, oh, that's the other thing we didn't, we haven't really touched on yet. Um, which is touch the, it that Bulgarian part, right? Can you tell me why it's called that? Just tell me um, already. Well, it's it's not. I mean, there's really no magic to it. It's. Um, I don't expect magic. I expect an explanation. <laughs> yeah, let me find that for you. <laughs> Fuck your magic. They had some album of like Bulgarian music. Okay. I swear to God. <laughs> and like Jerry was like super into it. And so this was um just influenced by that. Yeah. I mean it really was. Yeah. So Blair Jackson again, Blair Jackson, who we talked about earlier. Yeah. On page two hundred and twenty two of his Grateful Dead Traveling Companion, he says that Garcia says he quote unquote stole the melody. Um, from a tune he heard while listening to records from the Bulgarian women's choir huh. and some and some Greek Macedonian music. Um, um. But, um, oh, the, the other thing is that Robert Hunter says that in the early part of developing this song, the first words to it were, um, God damn Uncle John's mad. Okay. Of, and then it eventually became Come Here Uncle John's Band. Yeah. Um, huh. but, but it, like originally, like the words running through Hunter's head were goddamn uncle John's mad. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah, so that's that. So make him mad. Pork <laughs> <laughs> you fine. <laughs> Let's jump ahead to what, what both, um, you know, heady versions on the internet as well as pre-internet virtually, um, the Deadheads Taping Compendium. This is generally considered to be the best. The best. The number the one. The best. The best. And um, it's from the... Um, so before they did their farewell 74 shows. Everything else is technically just the rest of them. Yeah, after this? Yeah. yeah there, there's this and then there's the rest. So before they did their... Um, final shows at winterland uh the shows the end of 74 where mick yeah. came back yeah 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 they did a brief european tour in their briefs in their briefs <laughs> in fall of 74 and yeah. this is from the french portion of that in dijon okay so there's a lot of mustard on this one <laughs> it's all gray and poopy <laughs> Uh, September 18th, 1974, Parc de Exposition, <laughs> Dijon Front. Good. Um, they open up the show with Uncle John's band. Nice. And this is this is just one of those. And of course, it's 74, right? Everything is just... The sound as, is going to be great. The playing is great. It's just as good as it gets. Right. So let's just let this one rip. And I will tell you... Go ahead. We have more to go after this. I understand. But. Um, so buckle the fuck up. Yeah. Here we go. Buckle up, buttercup. Oh, yeah. 
And Party listen to again. Bobby's rakes. Oh yeah. Bleep, boop, boop. yeah. <laughs> Piano's up there too. Yeah, he's doing it every time. Bleep, boop, I love boop. it. Which is new. I did it before I wanted to hear it before. These recordings just separate out all the instruments so well. Yeah, this this mix is great. Vocals again in a very small frequency range, but fits right in there, right in the pocket. <laughs> the rake. It's a little clunkier than our other versions we've heard. Yep. Yeah, it's tightening up a little bit, though. Oh, those uh, hi-hat hits Billy was doing. I love Jerry. about the you know the scale he's playing or whatever it just sounds like it's just so it's only the most pleasant notes but it's not a strictly just a regular old major scale right he's no there's some, something different to it uh, is it the flat seven or something i don't know i wish i knew but it is pleasant it's the pleasantest of scales Your picnic scales. <laughs> Gingham. Is that a Gingham. thing? Yeah. Picnic scales. Picnic. There's also something about the way that Jerry's like, he knows it's a strong vocal song. But he's singing it so delicately into the mic, like that yeah. if you can't hear him, like he doesn't care. It's like more about aesthetics than hearing the words, and it, something about it just really works. 
Well, I don't know that you can. I think he. I think the delicacy is appreciating how much it matters to do it right. <laughs> Who's doing that? <laughs> the high, the high, the high pitch one. Yeah. Like is Donna on this? I don't. I can't. I don't hear her. No. Seventy-four. Hey, where is she? I don't hear her. I don't hear her. I love trills. Yeah, exactly. Not uncommon, but awesome. But they're so upfront in the mix when he wants to be, right? He's just like, that's, like that's the clearest thing you can hear. Yes. Oh, is it that? Because it's right again. It's right in the pocket of a frequency. Nobody, nobody else is filling that area. Listen how Jerry stays off the one, two, three, and four. They're all kind of syncopated. It just keeps you so off balance, right? It's like, yeah. Thing that dun, dun, dun. it's all so syncopated just again I always feel like they're falling into it and just never never falling apart somehow you can almost hear how they go into playing in the band again Lockdown film this did was so weird. Yeah, he got real fuzzy too. The drums and Phil are locked in. Oh wow. Oh, the rhythm is just crushing it. Yeah. These stabs? Yeah. Real wobbly trills and wobbles. And Jerry's reverb is just so perfect. Oh, everybody space. sounds amazing! I'm having a hard time picking out the piano. I hear it a little bit, but it's, it is low. It's low. Yeah. But Bobby is adding so much tension with those yeah. augmented notes he's playing on those chords. Yeah. Phil is not afraid. Oh my word! Phil sounds amazing. Yeah. Note he's hitting sounds incredible. Yeah, and the way it breaks up a little bit when he hits it, it's almost, I don't think it's like the way the string is, I don't know, it's not even distortion. It's like... And everybody just sits back and lets him keep doing it because it yeah. sounds so awesome. 
What year is this again? 74? 74, of course. Yeah. I think at that point he's playing an Alembic. Spoiler. According to my spreadsheet. <laughs> Which I'm not sure about that. Somebody proved me wrong. Oh! What's that? That was a cowbell. It's like three different cowbells. Oh, that piano's crazy! Yeah. Broadway? No. Not except that. That billion unique. Yeah. Billion unique. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Foom. Wee Wow. Soft landing. Right? Jazzy ass fuck. Jazzy ass. Jazzy ass fuck. You're a jazzy ass fuck. This one goes out to you, Jazzy. <laughs> and you're ass fucking. Stop it, Jazzy's a real person. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff? <laughs> no, my friend Jazzy. <laughs> Keyboard corner. Back from the tubes. First version. Sounded the sound was shit. The only thing I liked oh, about awful. The only thing I liked about that version? Pigpen's Jerry keyboards. Talked. No, Pigpen's keyboards. But also when Jerry was like, this show sucked and what we're about to play is going to suck also. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. But I also I loved know. hearing the sound of the organ for Pigpen in that mm-hmm. thing. That was like the saving grace for me. Yep. Um, Although we weren't sure if it, you, we don't know oh, if TC it was really. It could or, be TC also. Yeah, again, because it was, to me, it very much sounded like B3 and not the Vox Continental, which according to my gear by year spreadsheet, uh could have been either and tc preferred the b3 over the vox continental so it could have been tc and uh it sounded great but then we didn't get any keyboards at all as far as we could tell in the acoustic version no then we no. went on to what 74 from there Se- no we did seven we did the, the seven no, yeah that's right we skipped the 71 with the beach boys show yeah. we went right yeah. to the palindrome in 73 right so we, and we went right to keith with yep. great, great piano, which sounded amazing. Yeah, his piano was just yeah off the charts. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What I was about to say is, why now? Why this song only now? You're right. It is the quintessential mm-hmm. dead tune. It yep. is. And yep. I mean, arguably, right? I mean, there's others. We could could you say? Oh, say, there's so many others. Could you say Saint Stephen? We did Saint Stephen oh, yeah. already. Could Dark you say Star. Saint Stephen? Saint Stephen. Yeah. Playing Dark in the Star. band. Right. We didn't do Dark Star. We didn't do playing yet. Mm-hmm. We did. We did Saint Stephen. We mm-hmm. didn't. But this morning, do uh, yeah, ripple cover. Yeah, but but uh, again, but this one in a ripple. lot of in a lot of ways, Ripple. In a lot of ways, this one I think has a strong argument because of its um, the other one. Yeah, I and mean, there's so many. That's right. But so so but this one is one of them. Why now? I have a perfect answer for it. Good, and that is that every week. Yeah, I make sure to listen to a critical mass of the Grateful Dead. Yeah. And I threw on one of the Dick's picks from uh-huh. 71. 
Yeah. We didn't listen. We did not listen to the version tonight, but one of the Dick's picks is from 71. I threw it on and the uncle John's band just threw me for a loop. Yeah. And it was because, um, I don't know. The Jerry solo was just like so crazy. Right. Um, and I was just like, I want to do this song. That's yeah, it. I, I think Every week I just get a feeling and they, yeah. so far it's worked. I, yeah. I have never thought to, more than one week ahead. No. And this one, and I, sometimes Good. there have been some weeks where, I, like I said, I've had two, more than one song and I've listened to some versions of one song and some of the other, but this week it was just like, that. and actually this week was the one week I was thinking, because remember when we started the second season, mm-hmm. what we were calling at that point the second season. We took a break for a while of recording. Yep. Yeah. Um, we listened to, we did one song and then we lost that recording. Yes. And this week I was thinking, maybe I'll go back and do that, that song again. Yeah. Um, and I was, that was kind of in the back of my mind is what I was going to do. And then uh-huh. I was driving in, in the, um, convertible and I had yeah. this song came on and I was like, Oh fuck it. I'm going to do this song. That's yeah. it. Nice. Because yeah. I just feel like whatever I'm motivated to get into. Yeah. Is going to be the best show. That's the, very much because those spirit. are the ones I, I want to hear, right? That's At very that much moment. in the spirit of like the dead in general, and like this whole thing. Like I think that that that's good. That, I don't think we should be too premeditated about it. And I'm glad we're not because I get cynical about it sometimes. I'm like, we should because you know I'm always I always want more fans. I want I want the fame and the ladies and the money. And so I'm always well, first thinking, you get the sugar. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But I always want the sugar, so I'm thinking like, what's gonna get us all them sweet grains? And uh, I always think, you know, the 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 songs that are most popular are gonna get the most people listening because, like, Shakedown Street is one of our most popular episodes because that song is super popular. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, but that's cynical, and I'm glad that you are the one that chooses the songs. And it, and I would like to think that if I was the one choosing the songs, that I would not be subjecting myself to that cynical attitude and picking songs only for the things that would get more listeners. But I think that's right. Well, I think, I think if you had the op, the actual responsibility to pick the songs, I don't think you would feel that way. Cause I think what you would realize what I realized very early on, which is the only way this is going to work is if I, is if I pick a, a song that I actually want to listen to 50 versions of right now. Yeah. And if you care, because if you, you don't, give a fuck, yeah. Because yeah. if you don't want to listen to 20 versions, not 50, but at least 20, yeah. Um, then you're not going to make a good episode. Right. So pick whatever it is you feel like listening to at that moment. And that may or may and not I, be what other people want to listen to, but that's okay. Right. Right. But if I pick, tried to, it would, this episode would be shitty. Right. So we will probably get to a point where I need to start thinking about it more in advance, maybe, yeah. or maybe we'll start recycling or maybe we'll start having the balls to do the longer songs, the bigger ones. Yeah. Some dark stars. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. And maybe it's. Maybe just do fewer versions. Just pick like, pick the best of the best and just get may, into it. Or maybe I pick the seven dark stars I want to do. And each one is its own episode Yeah, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, because that one time we did that one up, one version of the one Dear Prudence, song, yeah. yeah, that was fun, and that was, you mm-hmm. know, groundbreaking. And we broke podcasts when we did that. Yeah, we broke podcasts. We totally did. <laughs> I remember my iPod stopped working. <laughs> my, my, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Podcast stopped for two seconds. Yeah, I remember. 
um a day without a podcast um mark Marin called me up and was like what did you do <laughs> now who's the guy who's that vj from um mtv that they say like invented podcasts effectively um mark goodman no god what's his name no nope, i don't remember fuck it anyway what else do we do do we do anything else nope i think we did it all and said it all it was a lot i feel like we should yeah i, th- I think we did this is three and a half hours we might need to make this into two episodes How, but then there's but there would need to be two um morning snacks would there i think so i feel like it because people love the morning snacks there are those like i said that only listen to the morning snack <laughs> All right, let's record a new uh, another morning snack right now. <laughs> no, really? It's early. It's almost <laughs> early. <laughs> oh no, I don't have I any some more. Text from your wife, by the way. What did he say? Stop podcasting already. He has been going all fucking night. She sent me a picture of you with your hair. <laughs> and it said, "Too bad you can't see his smoky eyes." <laughs> Why is she sending me that? That's what you were saying before, right? Cause she's, cause she's excited about me. No, my word. Why is she sending? Me? Did you steal her phone or something? <laughs> no, you stole this her. Is, phone. This is real. She, cause it's. I told you, I wasn't making it up. It's real. <sighs> All right, we need to end this. End for it. Both episodes. Yes. So wait. Oh God, I don't. How am I gonna cut this? Fuck's sake. Let's create right now. What? Let's promise. Let us promise you and I. Do you have a promise ring? Do you have a ring? Cussie. Put the ring on. Yes? Swears he. Swears. Let us promise right now to use this ending for both part one and part two of this episode. The same ending. You say it. Judge not. <laughs> I thought you had changed it. Oh. Ready? Yes. Chicken out. <laughs> Lest you be judged. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next time for the gripping conclusion of Gold Name 22.